welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Thank you for being here and listening to this episode number 27 of the Transit Lounge podcast. Now today's episode is all about brand you and how you can use similar strategies that products and business brands use as part of your own professional growth and potentially your own reinvention, which is especially useful in times of professional change, whether you want to step up what you're doing or step out, make a different change, change directions. Your personal brand is a incredibly valuable asset. So you want to look at what it is, what it's not. And today we're going to look at five different elements that make up your brand. So you can hopefully choose at least one that you'd be able to have a look at and help refine and uplevel your brand. To get started, we're going to play a little game. And how this works is there's actually no wrong answer. I'm going to say a type of product or a category of product and you're going to say a brand name that comes to mind. Whatever brand name comes to mind when you hear the type of product that I'm talking about and you can just say it in your head is totally fine if you're on public transport or you're in public and you just want to say it in your head that's fine or you can say it out loud as well whatever works for you. Okay so you ready? I want you to name a brand of toothpaste. Something come to mind? Second, I want you to name a brand of luxury car. And lastly, I want you to name a brand of sports shoes. Now, whatever brand or brands came to mind, they are there because they've earned a place on your, what's called your mind shelf. They're on your mind and you associate that brand instantly with that type of product. Now, that may be because that's the brand that you use or you're just aware that that brand exists because of the different messages that they've put out there or that what others have told you about this product. Now the exact same philosophy applies to people and therefore to you. You have a brand, whether you like it or not, and your brand is a perception of who you are, of what you might be capable of, of what you're into, what you're seen as a fit for or not. Because have you ever wondered why some people seem to get great opportunities that just sort of fall into their lap? They seem really well connected on their path. They're clear on their purpose and what they're doing. They're just happy and in the zone or in the flow. And why is that? Now, from their perspective, that may or may not be true. 
And there might be many reasons why it is that they are perceived that way. But what we want to be curious about is their brand, their personal brand and how they built it and how it potentially influences the opportunities that come their way. One of the specific benefits of becoming more consciously aware of your own personal brand is that it can help you really, especially in times of, as I said, reinvention in your professional life, where you're just trying to get to the next level, whatever that is for you, or to pivot to something new. In those instances, your brand equity that you have built up over time is either going to serve to support you through that time of change and reinvention, or it may actually be a blocker to the sort of change that you're trying to create. And that's the thing about this. If you don't know what your brand is and you're not consciously working towards building a brand that you want to be known for, then you can either just get caught up in other people's agenda of what they want for you or you just won't be able to maximize your results. And also what I have noticed in others, in clients that I've worked with and others, including myself, is that often our self-perception can sometimes be a little bit off compared to how other people might see us or see you. And sometimes it might be a lot off. I think I've mentioned before about instances where I've had to give feedback to a team member about how they're being perceived by others on the team where that person was really genuinely quite shocked at how they were being received by others. And that's where sometimes you actually need to actively seek out feedback from outside of your own head to see what are the dominant messages that are out there around you and how you're being perceived and are they things that are going to help you or hold you back. Now, there's a quote from Tim Ferriss that I found about personal branding that I thought was very apt and quite funny where he says, personal branding is about managing your name. Even if you don't own a business, in a world of misinformation, disinformation and semi-permanent Google records, going on a date, chances are that your blind date has Googled your name. Going for a job interview, ditto. I like it. So a big part of your personal brand and what this is all about is about reputation, which precedes you. And when you think about how connected the world is these days and how your online brand is going before you, this is something really critical for you to be considering, especially as you start to instigate some change in your professional life. I heard the other day that your reputation is the new currency. So I think it's going to continue to be something worth exploring. Now, in my own life and career, this has actually played out quite a few times for me. Early in my radio career, I was given some feedback from a senior manager about how I was being perceived. And it was a bit of a shock to me, as it has been sometimes to some of the clients that I've worked with. Now, I had imagined myself to be very creative and passionate and wanting to be proactive and seen as doing a good job. But unfortunately, one of the team that I was working with was more introverted than I was and she apparently found me a bit intimidating or something. Essentially, because I was 
being so vocal, especially in team and group meetings and things like that, she didn't feel that she was able to speak up as much as she might have wanted to. Probably she couldn't get a word in edgewise because let's face it, I do like a chat. Now, some people would say, well, that's too bad. That's her problem. And maybe that is partly true. But my job as the CEO of Brand Chandra is to take on board feedback, to extract what's useful for me and to test out new potential ways of doing things, to build new skills, providing it's in line with who I want to be and what I'm wanting to achieve. So just changing yourself to try and please others is not what this is all about, unless it's actually also pleasing you. But blindly ignoring what others think or experience or feedback for them is potentially a road to disaster and a career-limiting move. So in that instance, I was able to take on board the feedback. I pulled back a little bit. I gave others a bit more room and then added to the conversation. Now, I'm not saying that I was perfect at that, but I took on board the elements of the feedback that could potentially help me to be even better at my job and to continue to grow into the type of person that I wanted to be. The reputation I wanted to build for myself was one of being a great effective communicator, a great team player. And so if I had ignored the feedback, then my reputation could have evolved to be something very different to that. And to be honest, there are people that have met me at different stages of my life who probably have different perceptions of who I am based on what was going on for me at that stage in my life. So your brand can and will and should evolve as you continue to grow, to learn, your brand will evolve with you. And that's why you can't just do nothing about it because you need to be considering is your brand that's out there reflecting who you are now and who you're wanting to be. So there's different elements to your brand, which we will touch on today so that you can explore any of the particular elements that you think that you would benefit from looking at. But what do we actually mean by personal branding? The wiki definition of it is personal branding is the ongoing process of establishing a prescribed image or impression in the mind of others about an individual, a group or an organization. So you'll notice in that definition, it's, it refers to it as an ongoing process. So it's not something that you just do once and you zhuzh up your resume or your LinkedIn profile and you go, yep, I'm all good. It's actually being built up and iterated all the time based on people's interaction with you. In terms of the language itself of personal brand, it's being attributed to a guy called Tom Peters in an article that he wrote back in 1997 where he was referring to the concept of individuals using branding techniques to expand and build on their professional direction. Now, I think of personal brand as the unique combination of your skills, strengths, passions, values and attributes. Jeff Bezos, I think that's how you say his name, who's the founder and CEO of Amazon, says that branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And that's a really important distinction because you can think that your brand is one thing, 
But if that's not how other people experience you or it's not how they would describe you to someone that hasn't met you yet, then your brand is not what you think. Your brand is actually what they think. So we're going to have a quick look now into how you can actually start to build or refine your personal brand. Number one, you've got to know yourself. You have to have a high level of self-awareness and really, I guess, be open to perspective from others that sometimes might be a little bit uncomfortable. Then you need to know your audience. Who is it that are your market? Who is your consumers? Who do you want to know that you exist? And then you also want to look at how are you communicating your brand? What are all the different ways that you're communicating that reputation so that it gets built up to be what you want to be known for? And I've been talking about personal brand for many, many, many years. And over that time, I've kind of identified a a little five-step or five-part model of the different elements that need to be considered that actually make up your brand. So I want to run through them. I'm going to have to do that pretty quickly. Obviously, this is potentially a whole program of work that you can do to define and develop your personal brand. But for now, I just want to give you a high level overview. So the first element to consider in your personal brand is your voice. And that's about how you communicate and how effectively you communicate. It's what you say and importantly, it's how you say it. It also does have elements to do with literally the sound of your voice, but mainly through this, you want to be thinking about what's your message? What are you communicating to the world? And especially when it comes to presentation skills, that is something that in most roles is seen as a desirable attribute to have and skill to develop. How well you present in terms of communicating, especially from the front of a room or giving a presentation, is a powerful influencer in how you are perceived in terms of your capability and who you really are, how confident you are, how good you are at what you do. Rightly or wrongly, that's a human judgment that gets often is often made. The second element for you to consider is your image. And this is about all of the visual elements and aspects that represent you. So yes, it includes how you dress. It includes your hair, your makeup if you wear makeup. It includes anything that visually represents you. So if you are someone who drives to meetings with clients and they see your car, then your car is an extension of your brand and communicates something about you. Your office, your desk space, if you have a card, a business card or anything like that, all of these visual elements provide clues and underlying emotional judgments and assumptions are being made. In the first seven seconds of somebody seeing you or something that visually represents you, there's a whole list of assumptions and judgments that people are making consciously and unconsciously about you. So you do need to be thinking about all of the visual elements that represent you. The third element to consider is your thinking. This is about your mindset and how that influences your state of mind, how you show up, how present you are with others. It influences 
your beliefs, your values, what's really important to you, what do you think is possible for you, what is it that you want. The collective thinking that you bring and that you share is an important element of your brand. The fourth one is your action. It's what you do and don't do. It's also about how you do it. So this is looking at your skills, your strengths. It's about the literally the action that you take, how well you do what it is that you do. Now there's a quote from Michael Eisner, who's the ex-CEO of Disney, and I love this quote about brand, where he describes a brand as a living entity that is built up or undermined over time by a thousand small gestures. And this again links back to that element of the, the definition, including the word an ongoing process. This is not just a do it once, tick it off the list kind of task. This is an ongoing process of your brand being built in the minds of others cumulatively by what you do consistently. And the fifth element is leverage. And this is really looking at your network, your online and offline connections to others. Who do you know and how connected, how close are those relationships? Can you tap into a support network when and if you need it? This is both in your personal life and in your work life because work and life is a team sport. So a quick activity for you to consider. Which of those five elements do you think is most important or perhaps due for you to give it a bit of a review or to spend some time and attention developing it or working on it? Just given where you're at right now in your life and where you might want to be, which one of those elements could benefit from you exploring a little bit more or up-leveling a little bit? So just to quickly recap for you, we had your voice, your image, your thinking, your action, and your leverage. So choose one of those and then what's one action that you could take to start to review or up-level in that area of your personal brand? Now, if this or any of the other podcast episodes that you have listened to have been valuable and useful for you, then I am very excited to let you know about a brand new program that I'm going to be launching very soon. I've decided to do a small group pilot program and I just want to give you the opportunity to register your interest in finding out a little bit more about the program when the doors open in the next couple of weeks. Because you're listening to the podcast, I just want to give you the opportunity to express your interest so you can find out more. The program is going to be called CEOU and I really think of it as being a leadership program specifically for women at a professional crossroad. Now that doesn't mean that men can't be involved, but I'm just putting it out there that that's who I generally specialize in working with. It's going to be a five-week online group coaching program and it could be ideal for you if you are successful in your work but you're either approaching burnout or you're just feeling a bit over what it is that you are currently doing and you know that you're ready for a change of some sort. Maybe you've got some ideas of what you want to do next. Maybe you're not sure. 
but you're at that kind of crossroads time. Another aspect that makes this program perfect for you is if you want to do work that feels meaningful to you. If you're someone that just wants a job for the sake of a job that pays the bill and you don't care what it is, this is not the program for you. If you are someone who likes the idea of having a framework to follow to just help you get some clarity on where you're at now, what you want next, and as well as creating some a little bit of momentum to help you make it happen, then this program could be great for you. If you want to feel confident about making the move, whatever that move is for you, this isn't about you having to quit your job tomorrow. This isn't even about you having to quit your job at all if that's not in line with what is right for you. But if you're feeling ready for a change, if, if it just feels like you're not in the driver's seat anymore, and you want to spend some time changing that to up-level your experience of what you spend your time doing from a work perspective, then this could be a great program for you. And if you know that you'll benefit from having some connections with some really great like-minded people that are going through a similar change to you, because I know from myself that this can be a really lonely, stressful hard time even though it can be a little bit exciting too and doing it on your own is the long slow road so let the fact that I've already gone before you and done this a couple of times and I have refined this framework to help give you some steps to follow to help you get the clarity that you really are looking for to help you elevate your thinking beyond what you're doing right now and to really optimize and bring the best of who you are to what you do for work. Now, at this stage, the program isn't open for registration yet. So at this stage, it's just your opportunity to express your interest, to find out more, and really to be the first to have the chance to join when the doors open. So getting on this shortlist also means that you'll be able to get access to some extra special pilot group bonuses, as well as a super discounted rate because... I'm keeping it very small and providing some extra special bonuses for the founding member group. So if this sounds like something that you might be interested in, then you can go to this link. I'll give it to you and I'll put it in the show notes. And it is thetransitlounge.com forward slash EOI, which stands for expression of interest, if that helps you remember. And you just put your details in there and I'll be sure to send you the details as soon as the doors open so you can decide if it's right for you. Until then, remember there is one job that you have for life and that is to be CEO you. So be a good boss to yourself and have a great week. Thanks for listening to The Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.